Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is SNY.TV's The Juice on the Cuse Podcast. Covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Today on the Juice on the Cuse podcast on SNY.TV, we've got Syracuse making an improbable run to the Final Four. I'm your host, Wes Chang, and I'll be joined later by Nate Fetterman. But first, my guest today is ESPN and SNY college basketball analyst Tim Welsh. Coach, I really appreciate you being on again today. Hey, it's great to be with you guys. It's uh, always nice to talk basketball, especially when... uh, there's some teams that you followed all year still playing so on <laughs> Final Four. Well, Coach, I, I, let's cut right to that because the last time we spoke, you said that Syracuse was going to be a dangerous team in the NCAA tournament. And lo and behold, four weeks later, you seem like a prophet. What has been the difference between Syracuse now and then Syracuse when they lost to Georgetown um, well, about four weeks ago? There's no question about it. They've got their offense in rhythm. And, you know, and their defense has been very, very good all year long. But their defense has taken another step forward because of their offense. And, you know, your defense can play very well for long stretches of time if you're good in a solid defensive team, which Syracuse has been all year. But, you know what, it's it's human nature. It's just like anything else in, in life. You, if you don't do one part of the game that's fun, it's hard to do the part that sometimes isn't fun well <laughs> all the time. And that's what's happened is Syracuse is now with their offensive improvement with better ball movement, better player movement, a little bit more patience, and Michael Carter-Williams not turning it much, and they're just making that extra pass on the offensive end, better spacing as well. That's also helped their defense, but clearly their offense, you know, and then their numbers don't knock you over, but they've been more solid offensively. They were dreadful for a while, but now they're back where they're very consistent. They've been good enough to win these games, but their defense has brought them over the top, and their defense right now is as good as any team I've seen in a long time going into the Final Four. Uh, coach, you, you've been a former assistant coach at Syracuse. You've coached against Syracuse as the head coach of Providence. You've been watching Syracuse's zone for as long as anyone, and you just mentioned that the defense is as good as you've seen it. I, has there been any other period in time where you've seen a defense, a 2-3 zone, quite like this? Well, you know, I think Jim's team in 1997, and they made, this, they made the run in probably – to the Final Four where they ended up losing to Kentucky was special as well. And I think the two similarities is that big guards. You have big guards and the forwards. The gyms always had long forwards, but if you have big, long guards, that really kind of starts everything uh, and makes it troubling for the offense. And when Brandon Trish and Michael Carter-Williams are active and moving their hands and everybody else kind of gets into gear, C.J. Fair is just a tremendous defender. He covers a lot of ground. 
Uh, James Sutherland is an improved defender. He gets in a little bit too much foul trouble and gambles a little bit too much sometimes. But also, you know, he knows how to cut it back when he has to. And I thought, I think the five men, uh, both uh, Baikata and Christmas, have done a good, solid job of manning the middle and using their size. Some guys have size, but they don't use it. Syracuse has the size, and they use it well. But it starts with the guards. You know, in 97, I point back to that. That's when they had Lazar Sims, who was about 6'5 at the point. And he played one spot, and Jason Sapolo was about six 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 seven at the two guard spots, and that makes it really troubling for, you know, especially you saw it with a team like Indiana. You just can't see, you can't have that comfortable spot out there on the floor, that comfortable feeling that you normally have when you're playing and coming off screens, because there's always those long arms in your face, and not only on the shots, but also it cuts down the passing lanes and passing angles as well. Coach, how do you see Syracuse attacking Michigan in offense? You just talked about how the ball movement has been a lot better, but do you see that continuing in this game? Well, I do. I don't think Michigan's defense is special. I think their offense is very, very good. You, know, you look at their field goal percentage in the NCAA tournament, it's about 45%. That's not good. I mean, Kansas, and, uh, Kansas got a lot of layups against them. Uh, they, Kansas just couldn't guard them. So the key is going to be, I think, Syracuse just not settle for jump shots, make sure they keep moving the ball, and there will be opportunities to get to the rim. I thought you saw that in the Indiana game. They're, they're, they were patient. They spread the floor, and Indiana did not help off Michael Carter-Williams. So what he did is he just finished. He got to the rim and took it upon himself to finish, and they worked hard on that, not for him not to leave his feet and get in the air and not have a, anywhere to go with the basketball. And I, I think we've seen him do that on occasion this year when he's got himself in trouble. You know, going back even to the Temple game back in early December when they lost, Syracuse lost when he was 3-for-17. He got in the lane. Temple didn't help off him because they were concerned about his assists, and he did not do a good job of making good, smart decisions in the lane. Now he's starting to do that, give the coaches tremendous credit for his player development and instincts and bringing him in and watching him tapes. So I think it's also going to be important because uh, Michigan is not going to give him a lot of help on Michael Carter-Williams. They'll mix and match defenses, but I think if Syracuse moves the ball, they'll get, be able to get good shots. I think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Now, Michael Carter-Williams has been as good as any player in this NCAA tournament. How do you see Michigan slowing them down? Do you see them uh, throwing uh, Trey Burke at him and then helping, or how, how do you see this playing out? Well, it's going to be difficult. You know, Michael Carter-Williams, the way he's playing right now, he's playing as good as anybody in the tournament. And, you know, he's, he's got that vision. He's got the size over guards. And if you don't get out and double-team him or really try to trap and take the ball out of his hands, he's very good in the open court. He's very good in the half court as well. So I would say Michigan's going to probably have to switch defenses a little bit. John Beeline knows how to coach against Syracuse. He's done it in the past. Uh, even though he's never beaten Syracuse, he certainly knows how to – formulate a good solid game plan against any team and he does know Syracuse very well so I think he will switch defenses a lot he also will switch people on Michael Carter-Williams but that's always easier said than done I think he's, Michael Carter-Williams is playing at a high level right now he's making good decisions but listen Michigan's got good players as well and Trey Burke is as good as anybody and also the, you know, McGarry is playing very well inside for Michigan right now Hardaway Stauskas was just incredible against Florida so you talk about Michigan, the reason they've done so well all season long is because that's they've got a lot of talent and a great coach in John Beeline. Coach, I'll get you out here on this one. You've been spot on every time you've appeared on this podcast. Please tell us that Syracuse is, you're going to predict a Syracuse national championship. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
you know, I, I'm not that smart. It's going to be a tremendous weekend. Uh, you know, all the teams deserve to be there. No one's lucky. It's you know, you look at the teams that are there, and that's it's it's really been a, a great tournament as well. And you know, at the beginning of the year, Michigan was in the top five preseason. So was Louisville. Syracuse was in the top ten most of the first two months of the season. So the cream rose to the top, and I think you're going to see a great weekend. I think it'll be a high-powered offensive tournament both all four teams can score great tough defense also i think you, any of the four teams could win the tournament this weekend but i look to see an all big east final on monday night i'm looking forward to rick patino and jim Beheim battling for the fourth time this season <laughs> old friends the old syracuse staff monday night for the national championship that would be fun i would love that i think orange nation would love that and uh, coach always a pleasure thanks so much for being on again we'll talk to you soon Always great to be with you guys. Thank you. Always great insight from Tim Welsh. She was one of the few that didn't count Syracuse out at the end of the regular season, so definite kudos to him. I'm now joined over the phone by the Juice Online senior columnist, Nate Fetterman. Uh, Nate, I wanted to give our listeners a little preview of an article that's running tomorrow, Wednesday, where you break down the matchup between Syracuse and Michigan. And you kind of talked about Syracuse and, Indi um, uh, Sy Syracuse and Indiana and kind of compared the two teams. Uh, in the Big Ten, and they've got a lot of stuff in common. What do you see them having in common? Yeah, uh, Michigan and Indiana, uh, both are, they're not great defensively or great rebounding. Um, they're not terrible. And uh, Indiana was the number two ranked uh, offense on um, adjusted, uh, adjusted offensive efficiency, and Michigan's the number one ranked. Um, and then when you look at their personnel um, and what they what they're going to try and do to bust the zone, it's it's similar. Um, each team has um, a low post presence, and they're going to uh, surround them by four shooters. So um, you know, Zeller is a more polished than McGarry is, but um, McGarry is going to be the low post presence. Um, Watford and Stauskas are kind of similar in that they're both. Um, outside threats, but don't do a whole lot else, especially on defense. Uh, Glenn Robinson's obviously an upgrade over Sheehy, but um, they're both similar players in that they're both inside out. Um, Hardaway Jr. isn't quite as good as Oladipo, but, but similar size at 6'6", and uh, both can knock down threes. Um, and then Trey Burke is the same size as Hulls and uh, Farrell were, but obviously he's a much better player, both in terms of uh, his ability to get to the hoop and, and on the defensive end. You know, it's interesting you, you compare kind of you talked about um, Zeller because I think, and we've talked about this beforehand, um, that I think Indiana had the wrong game plan when it comes to stopping or uh, putting Zeller in a position to score because they had him in the high post at the free throw line, whereas I think we both agree that he should have been in the low post. And that's kind of where I see McGarry being um, to kind of hurt Syracuse. And Zeller may be more polished, but it seems like if they put um, McGarry in the right position, he can really hurt Syracuse. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, if I'm uh, John Beeline, I'm sticking Glenn Robinson the third um, at the high post, and I'm, he's a good enough shooter that he can knock down that mid-range jumper, which is going to draw the Syracuse bigs out. Um, and then he's a good enough passer that he can dump it down to McGarry in a place that he can really hurt uh, the Syracuse wings because he has such a size advantage over them. Um, so his ability to 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 play the high post um, is and, and Gary's ability to play the low post is is, is going to be a big concern for Syracuse. 
So the biggest difference I see between Indiana and Michigan in terms of a talent level is, is Trey Burke, and I don't think I'm saying anything earth-shattering there. I don't think Syracuse, with all due respect to Victor Oladipo, hasn't seen a dynamic guard like him in the tournament, and he, he really is a special player. How do you see Syracuse slowing him down and kind of doing what they did to Oladipo? I mean, I think Trey Burke is going to get, you know, he's going to get 20 points against us. Um, I, I don't think you can stop him completely, but he's six feet tall, and um, you're going to hear a lot about Syracuse's length if you haven't already. <laughs> They're going to contest a lot of his shots, and, and the beauty of the zone is that uh, it makes it really difficult for guys to penetrate. Um, so the best thing Syracuse can do to, to stop Trey Burke um, is to stop uh, the high-low game that they're going to try. And also, um, I, I think our offense actually leads to our defense. Uh, when we make shots, the zone is able to get set. When we miss shots or when we turn the ball over, uh, Trey Burke is one of the best uh, players in transition in the country. And if he's allowed to push the ball, even in semi-transition before the zone gets set, set up, um, Michigan's going to get a lot of easy hoops, and it's going to negate Syracuse's biggest advantage. So, Nate, I'm going to put you on the spot. Who you got in this matchup, Michigan or Syracuse? I'm, uh, I'm wary of, uh, of, of making predictions. I'm, I'm a little superstitious. Um, <laughs> but I, I'll say this. Um, I think each team has an X factor. I think anyone who's seen Syracuse play this year knows that Brandon Trish um, is our X factor. You never know going to be good Brandon or bad Brandon. For, for Michigan, I really think it's, it's the play of uh, Glenn Robinson III. Um, they're 20-1 and one when he scores in double figures. Um, and when he doesn't, they, they really struggle. So I think his ability to, to man that high post, and if he does a really good job, um, they're going to be a really tough team to beat. Um, so, so I guess I'm going to hedge my bets and say whichever team's X factor plays better will win the game. And, and I honestly have no idea who that will be. <laughs> Uh, and I, I got to agree with you there. The, my best answer is I don't know because I, I don't know how this game is going to play out. They are evenly matched. You have the best offensive team remaining in the tournament playing the best defensive team remaining in the tournament. So all I can say is I'm really excited to see it. I can see both teams winning and going on to the final, but I, I do think it's going to be a close game. I don't think the line is two and a half right now, and I don't see it shifting much more than that on the line in favor of Michigan. But I, I think it's going to be a great game. I'm going to be down there in Atlanta, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so, Nate, we're right at the end of our show. Your closing thoughts. Uh, my closing thoughts is just, uh, it's about how much I've enjoyed the past week of basketball. In 2003, when uh, we won the national championship, I cried hysterically. <laughs> and uh, not tears of joy, but tears of relief. It was, you know, in Syracuse and going to school there. It was a monkey off my back. It was a monkey off Beheim's back. It was a monkey off the entire city's back. Um, and I think winning that has just allowed, you know, the past week, instead of feeling relief uh, when we won, I've been genuinely happy. Um, and so whatever happens in the Final Four, I, I just urge Syracuse fans to really enjoy the build-up to this. And if we don't end up winning the championship, go on YouTube, watch the clip clip of uh, Warwick's block and just just, just uh, take solace in knowing that we have one um, because it's, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. <laughs> uh, Nate, my closing thought is actually going to be a special shout-out to you on, I think, a hilarious tweet you had. Um, Jim Beheim had to cancel his plans to go to Disney World as a result of making this Final Four. So um, if someone were to ask you, you just made the Final Four, what are you going to do? Beheim would respond, I'm not going to Disney World. So Comedy Hour with Nate Fetterman, kudos to you. <laughs> 
Uh, that's it for us, for Nate Fetterman. I'm Wes Chang reminding you that I've got to do something important so my children will respect me, like be a senator or a wizard. You've been listening to The Juice on the Cuse on SNY.TV, and we'll see you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.